Good morning. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed uh, the extra hour's sleep. Um, and uh, we are going to be brief this morning in case you're thinking, goodness me, it's nearly midday and my children are hungry. Uh, so if you get fractious or they get fractious, don't worry because we're going to be brief and there are biscuits at the back. All right. Um, we live in, uh, in a really confusing time, don't we? Because there's all sorts of things going on uh, with, with the rugby, uh, where surprising things happened, and in politics, where we don't know what's going to happen. Um, anyone feeling like they know what the answer is for Brexit yet? No, no, I didn't think so. I mean, if you do get the answer, what we'd, we'd all appreciate, please just send it in. Um, I would like to just play... Uh, a small game with you of, uh, of guess the book from which this is the opening line. So, uh, here we go. I'm going to give you some opening lines of books, and uh, I would like to know um, if you know what the name of the book is. So, um, I'll come to you with the mic, okay? So, the first one uh, is... Are you listening? In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. Come on. The Hungry Caterpillar. The Hungry Caterpillar, of course. Brilliant. Um, is, the, is that the, this one? Right. Um, I'm going to switch this off. Go with this one. Is that all right? And I'll try and do iPad and mic at the same time, which I'm not sure I can do, but there we go. Um, so the next one is this. Um, there was a boy called Eustace Clarence Scrub, and he almost deserved it. Does anyone know what the opening line is? Oh, close, Robin. Uh, it was the voyage of the dawn. Yeah, thank you. On the back, second from the back row there where they got the answer. Very well read. Um, how about this one? Um, are you ready? Some of you guys at the front might know this one. Um, first of all, let me get this straight. This is a journal, not a diary. Anyone know that one? What's the name of the book? Yeah, hang on, hang on. We're going right to the back here. Right to the back. Are you sure? No, we've got three on this row. One of you must know it. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Fantastic. Right. Uh, just in case you're feeling like Mark's asking questions and we don't know what the answer is, uh, you're definitely going to know this one. If you don't, then I need to buy you coffee or something. Um, are you ready? In a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. Thank you. Great. Uh, what about this one? There's only a couple more. Um, the sun did not shine. It was too wet to play. So we sat in the house all that cold, cold, wet day. Oh, hang on. Right down here. I'm going down here because you got one already because you're amazing. Dr. Zeus, the cat in the hat. Yes. Dr. Zeus and the cat in the hat. Brilliant. Uh, and the last one, just in case you need encouragement, uh, if you didn't get any of those, uh, they were not railway children to begin with. Anyone know what? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, okay. It's too obvious, isn't it? Um, here's the thing. We are thinking about the Bible 
and about how amazing it is. And I wonder whether you know how many copies of the Bible have been sold in relation to other books. I thought I might give you just some other books to start off with. Uh, The Lord of the Rings was published in 1954, and it has sold 150 million copies. That's pretty good, isn't it? Okay, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, published in 1997, has sold 120 million copies. If you, in fact, if you take the whole series, they have, she has sold uh, 500 million copies, or thereabouts. It's probably just gone up from... Yeah. Here's the thing. The Bible... The Bible has sold a completely different number. Are you ready for this? This is not like since it was published. This is per year. A hundred million copies every single year. It's been translated into 698 languages and probably over five billion every single year. In fact... In 1995, it got into the Guinness World Record book as being the best ever published book. What I'd love to do is take you through a few little things from the Bible, okay? And for that, I need uh, about six volunteers. So can I have first one to hold this one up? Can you come and stand here for me? Yeah. Great. Can you hold that up nice and high for me? Brilliant. Okay. I'll get the rest of you up in a moment few verses, okay? Yeah, you can have a turn. All, I've got enough for all, all five of you. Great. Uh, the first one is this, is that all Scripture is God-breathed. I don't, I don't know whether you're kind of like, there are bits in the Bible that I don't like, that I'm not sure about. I really hope that you haven't ripped any pages out, either mentally or physically, because do you know what? Even the bits that we don't like or that we don't understand, even those are useful for teaching and correcting. And maybe, grown-ups and children, you might want to ask yourself when you get home, Holy Spirit, is there anything that you want to teach me from your word, from the Bible? Is there anything that you want to correct me? When was the last time you asked God if there there was anything that he wanted to change in your life? Maybe you want to ask him. The next one is this. Who's going to hold this one? Brilliant. Up here. Okay, you're next. Is that all right? Great. Do you want to come here and stand here in anticipation? Fantastic. The next one is uh, light. In the Psalms, it says, the word is, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. And you know what? When, when things are really confusing, what we need is we need a light on the path. When, thing, when we don't know what's going on in our world and we're confused by it, what we need is some direction. And the Bible is full of direction for us. It might not have the answer to Brexit, well, the political answer, but you know what? It has got things in it about how we're to live well and how we're to look after other people. You ready for the next one? This is one of my favorites. You ready? Bahrain, yes. Uh, Romans chapter 12 talks about us needing to be transformed in our minds, to have our minds renewed. The best way this happens is with worship, but one of the other ways that it happens is is with God's Word. Uh, And we can take His Word, those things that we read in the Bible, and we can use them 
and allow him to change our thinking. And he does that because he's so gracious. Uh, Are you next? Uh, Okay, this is a good one. I would like to tell you, uh, do you want to stand right up there? And I'll move. I'm going. Life. Um, Let me tell you a little illustration that is used on the Alpha course. I don't know whether you're aware of this. This is not true, by the way. I'm making this up. That there has been a book published about my wife called Megan. Did you know that? There hasn't really. The first chapter, if there was a book published about my wife, would be about how gloriously beautiful she is. That's what I think, and none of the rest of you are allowed to think that. Uh, no, you are, but not knowing that. Anyway, I'm just stop talking. Just the next chapter would be about her academic achievements, about how she's you know studied. The chapter after that would be about her great patience. The chapter after that would be about her sporting achievements. It's quite a short chapter. The chapter after that would be about how amazing she is as a mum. The chapter after that would be about how she helps all of the rest of us to learn how to clean the house. (sighs) Short chapter, no, long chapter. Anyway, that, that, that book is quite interesting, but if you were to read that book, you would learn lots about Megan, my wife. But actually, it would not have mean that you would have met her. To do that, you need to do that in person. And the Bible is there to help us to meet with the living God. It's to help us to meet with the living God. To move from information about him to revelation where we come to fullness of life in him. I've only got about three more that are going to go up. Next one is this. Uh, You know, we're going to look at this. Oh, hang on. Yes. Can you come up here? Can, we, can you stand behind these guys? Because otherwise I'm going to run out of space. Is that all right? Uh, I think we could use this one at the moment, couldn't we? It's from Isaiah chapter 9. Unto us a child is born. And then it goes on to say that the government will be on his shoulders. You know, each one of us, you and me, every single one of us, we have been included in a different Uh, nation. It's called the kingdom of God. And it hasn't got geographical boundaries. It hasn't got political boundaries. It goes everywhere and every single one of us is included. Two more things. And then we're going to do something together. Who can hold this one up for me? We run out of hands. Can you do two? Okay. Uh, That one. Brilliant. Uh, Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Do you know what, folks? I I wrote a little piece this week, uh, a little blog post, just saying, look, Brexit, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right, okay? And, you know, we can have hope, not not a blind hope, but hope because God is good. What a great job. Well done. Uh, Last one. Uh, Read that if you haven't read it already. And the next one, last one. Can you come and do this one? Thank you so much. That's great. Um, Excellent. The last one is this. You know what? Even in troubled times, we can have peace. And you know that that's how God wants us to live. He wants us to live at peace. So my message to you this morning is that the Bible is this rich 
library of different works, different writings, and it is the best resource for our living so that we can be transformed into his likeness. But we shouldn't read it just as something that's academic. We should read it as something that brings us to fullness of life in relationship with Jesus.